Hello and welcome to the Psyche podcast. I'm Hannah and if you are a regular listener, welcome to this bonus episode. If you are a new listener, welcome. We are here with an extra special episode because it is Time to Talk Day, which is a day organised by the Time to Change campaign, which will, from Time to Change Somerset, will explain in more detail in a moment. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. I hope that you take on board some of the messages and that you can reach out to the people that are important in your life, the people you care about, to see if they're okay. We're going to be joined by Will from Time to Change Somerset and by some of the Time to Change champions. And we'll find out a bit more about that a little bit later on. Welcome. I hope you are doing okay. Hi everyone, uh, so I'm really, really excited to be joined by Will from Time to Change in Somerset for Time to Talk Day. So Will, could you tell us a little bit first of all about what Time to Change is and what Time to Talk Day is all about? Yeah, definitely. I want to start by saying thank you. Um, I think this podcast and this message ties in very much with the message of both Time to Change and Time to Talk Day. So Time to Talk is a day which encapsulates mission of, of time to change so time to change is a campaign set up by mind the mental health charity and, and rethink mental illness which is all about basically um, readdressing how we we look at mental illness and and for a long time in our society mental illness has been viewed as a weakness in, in some cases it was almost a, it was literally a criminal offense and and um, suicide so there's loads of almost taboos which have grown into people's psyche and have grown into people's consciousness whether they do or they don't realize that they're doing it almost so um now we're understanding more about what causes mental illness more, more about how common it is this campaign is really about kind of broaching that subject and saying hey mental illness is okay firstly secondly it is really common and thirdly the only way that people are going to get better and we're going to kind of re- reverse this this huge huge impact that it's having on the people of our country is that by talking about it by making it acceptable and, and hence encouraging people to um to seek help if they want to um or just to increase that understanding to point other people towards help if that's necessary so um time to talk day um, very simply encapsulates that whole message which is just about talking about mental health and um, and I think some people may be a little bit overwhelmed sometimes by this whole mental health label um, because they may think that they don't fit it on, into the categories or the buckets that they've heard about for mental health or that their problems aren't as serious as other people's maybe or that they um, they aren't actually that bad all this kind of stuff there's a whole spectrum of why people may not be talking about their mental health which is simply how they're feeling and everyone's got mental health um, but we want to flip that on its head and just say it's great to open up like um, it's okay to to show weakness it's okay to say you're you're having down days it's okay that things aren't going perfectly um, and just about accepting that as normal and accepting everyone else as normal normal guys normal human beings and hopefully the aim is that um, we really promote a kind of more inclusive um, society in a way but hopefully reverse this kind of worrying trend um, of mental illness and depression and anxiety um, and the more severe ones as well. Mm, yeah I'm a time to change champion although to be honest I'm quite um, a laid-back champion I guess. <laughs> 
So, um, but it's, it's a message that is really important to me from my, my own mental illness experience. And it's just something that I'm really passionate about. And so the whole podcast for regular listeners is talking about, we, we not more on mental wellness than you know, the mental illness, because I think, like you said, some people maybe think, oh, I don't fit into that category. But actually, we all have mental, you know, a mental life, and we can all think about our own mental wellness, whether, you know, where, where you put yourself on, on that spectrum of wellness. I think it's something that we should all be thinking about and looking after ourselves mentally, because I think there's so much focus, isn't there, on like physical health, and particularly in January, February, because it's the new year. But I think our mental health is sometimes something that we, we forget about. And I think it's important for everyone to think about it. So um, is there a sort of one big message for Time to Talk Day? Oh, a great question. Time to Talk Day, I think, would probably just be about, if I was to encapsulate it in one easy sort of takeaway action, it would be to ask twice to the guys you're a little bit worried about. Um, and so the, the movement's got these really great, really funny adverts, which are all about basically what happens is that there's someone in an awkward situation, there's um, a tree falling on someone or they're covered in a snake and, and their friend asks them, are you okay? And they say in the kind of typical, um, kind of casual way, oh yeah, I'm okay. When obviously they're not, there's a tree on them or there's a snake on them. Um, and so the advert highlights how even when we're in distress, it can be quite easy to say, oh no, we're okay, we're fine. We Maybe we don't want attention seek or we're playing it down or we don't want to be perceived as any of those things. Um, so I think the, the real takeaway, one thing, that I think would be quite easy to do almost from time to talk day is to really ask twice if you're worried about someone. So um, say if your friends have sort of disappeared off the radar a little bit or someone's a little bit off that day, instead of just um, accepting that kind of casual, yeah, I'm fine, thanks, um, just asking twice. And you don't have to interrogate them. Um, You may pick up on something a little bit different the second time, which makes you think, okay, I'll store that away for... Um, maybe another week give them time to to reconsider it see if they get better or anything like that but it also shows that you're there for them as well and you've got you've got genuine and real concern which is a huge huge thing actually so if someone's feeling lonely or they can't they can't articulate how they're feeling I think just that simple act of asking twice also gives that reassurance that that's not actually the case and I think that's a massive thing Hmm. and I think reaching out to the people around you and like you said if they they disappear off the radar a little bit it's really important because I think quite often where you know you see these uh, posts pop up on social media the my door's always open you can always have a cup of tea that kind of thing which is great but I think if you're not in a particularly good headspace actually reaching out to someone for support can be really difficult and I think one of the things I quite like about time to talk day is it's almost encouraging you to reach out to your friends and talk to them and see if they're okay and have those conversations rather than it all being on the person who's struggling to make that um that to initiate that conversation yeah i think so which is a a really positive thing and um i think it can be applied in a really positive way to to all aspects of your life as well i wish i wish there was almost no need for a time to talk day but i really love the message behind it and and i think it's really good um and i think also there's a simplicity about it as well it's not saying it's time to get marathon fit and charge up a mountain all of us are capable of reaching out to our friends and just talking to them and just asking them twice so I think that's why I get so excited about it is that I find it a very empowering message but also um, the day itself is something that we can all 
all celebrate and, and the accident itself is something we can all do yeah and i think um i have a bit of a funny thing about awareness days because i sometimes think well you know the rest of the year <laughs> still people yeah. uh, i suppose time to change has got that message all year and it's nice to have these focus days to give people something that like you say is an achievable thing to do just to ask people twice that gets people having this conversation and then hopefully that can continues on but time to change is there the whole year round it's not just yeah yeah <laughs> mental health ill health is um obviously something that's all year round but hopefully if people feel they're supported then they can also reach out to their friends or their loved ones or people close to them at any time of the year it's just this is a kind of reminder saying oh guys make, make sure you do this and, and then i'm sure that people remember to further through the year as well which is great yeah awesome so i have a couple of questions i normally ask everyone but um i'm gonna ask you one of those which uh okay. kind of fits for the day but i also have a bonus one uh for today so <laughs> you have um, a piece of advice that you would give to someone who is struggling or someone who is the friend of someone who's struggling so they've they've asked twice they they've realized that someone's struggling or they've realized it about themselves what advice would you give to them great question um, it's a tricky one because everyone's different and they can be struggling with a whole different things and mental health and mental illness is a broad topic but um, I'd say take it seriously and don't be reactive be proactive so basically when I became very ill um, for a long time I kind of brushed it under the carpet a little bit um, thinking the same way as physical illness your mental illness would get better um, and that wasn't the case so I almost left it until it was a little bit too late and, and we do come across that um, people waiting until they're almost in kind of crisis mode um, they're waiting till that they're really really struggling before they take actions before maybe their friends reach out to them before their family really decides to sit them down and say look is everything okay um, and I think that may come with maybe with time and, and an acceptance in society of making mental health um, conversations more more natural and more acceptable but I think if we could all be preemptive and say right my friend is struggling what can I do now rather than maybe saying in two months time oh I wish I did something now I think that that will allow people to get help that they need or get something off their chest faster which hopefully in turn will mean that the problems will be less entrenched um, but obviously each person is different but I think the more we can be we, more we can be proactive rather than be on the back foot the more we can help everyone and make everyone feel comfortable and hopefully happier and healthier mm, thank you my regular questions so like I said I like to talk about mental wellness a lot so what does mental wellness mean to you and how do you look after your own mental wellness your own mental well-being great question uh, what does mental wellness mean to me um, so to me if I was to say I was mentally well I'd say I'd probably be um, in a good headspace which is a cliche but I'd, I'd kind of define that and I'd feel like I was in a good headspace as though um, I was kind of almost in control of my emotions I didn't feel like um, so you know when you're really tired and you get snappy or, or that kind of thing I'd feel like if I was mentally healthy or when I am mentally healthy I'm never in that kind of position where I'm I'm always in control of my emotions it's a very it's a, it's a tricky thing to articulate actually I, um, to me though that's really really important and and you know some days we just don't feel like yourself in a way that I think that that's the opposite to me being mentally healthier. That's when I start to go, okay, crikey, 
um, things aren't well, something's, something's awry here. And so if I was to sum up my sort of um, strategies in a way, um, can I cheat and have two? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah as many as you want. <laughs> um, so massive thing is exercise. Um, mm. And, and I, I'm not, I'm not s surprised when people who um, live very sedate, high-pressured lives suffer with their mental health. I wish they never had to, but for me, the the effect it has on uh, of exercise on my mental health is so clear. I really wish that I could get everyone to do some sort of exercise um, and really get out there and do something just to get that blood pumping and those endorphins going and and get a bit of headspace and get outside. So for me, that is that is really almost military like that. I have to do things, and otherwise I'm, I'm just not myself. Um, but the second thing is um, is part of I guess five ways to well-being, which the NHS promoted and we at Mind promote is um, really connecting with my friends um, and really feeling like I'm part of that community almost. So spending time with them um, and, and feeling like I'm very much included in that and, and then vice versa. So I think they're the two things that are really, really important to me. And, and I wish that almost everyone would have the chance to, to do themselves and find out what really works for them. But um, it really, really works for me. It was like a, a light bulb moment. And you, I really, really struggle if I don't do those things. So um, thankfully, at the moment, I'm kind of on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, um, people can't see, but I'm nodding away a lot because exercise <laughs> is a big one for me. And I was talking to someone this morning about it because I had a, a very long, hard uh, exercise session at the gym yesterday morning. And they were like, well, <laughs> you brought it on yourself, which I did. Um, <laughs> I see it more as that is for my my mental health and the physical is good as well, but that's what I need, you know, 6 a.m. every what, Monday to Friday to to put me in that headspace or, you know, to to let off steam or, or whatever. But it's something that since I've added that in, I've, I've you know, found such a big impact on, on my mental health. So I'm just nodding away. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of simple in a way just doing exercise i appreciate it. it does take effort and and the gym does take money as well but it is quite a quite a relatively easy anyway cure if you like um or i find it anyway so um it is something that I'd, i wish that everyone would do if they find that they are struggling because it's amazingly simple but um, amazingly effective as well mm. brilliant uh, so if people want to find out more about time to change time to talk day where would you direct them to Oh, so the um, the Time to Talk resources are all on the Time to Change website. So um, for that kind of thing, um, definitely just give that a Google and you can find everything you want with regards to sort of printout stuff, stuff more, more about um, increasing mental health conversations in the workplace or uh, materials or more about mental health and um, how that can kind of manifest itself. Um, and then in regards to events going on this week in Somerset, then um, there's a whole list of those on our website and um, the link to that is on our social media as well. And, and hopefully the individual events have got all their advertising stuff out as well. So it promises to be a really exciting day, actually. Yeah, I mean, I'm working that day, but we're going to have cake and tea and talk about our feelings. Um, <laughs> how we're all great. Doing. Yeah, so that's all. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for joining us. Um, and I hope you have a great, great week and a great time to talk day.
yeah thank you so much no thank you and um hopefully it goes well and um, yes. hopefully everyone out there has a really good week as well yeah thank you thanks so much for having me So thank you to Will for sharing a bit of an overview into Time to Change and Time to Talk Day. So next we're going to hear from two Time to Change champions. And champions are people with lived experience of mental health problems who campaign to change the way people think and act about mental health. It's a network where there is an opportunity to meet like-minded people and campaign together to change attitudes and behaviour. And as I said to Will, I am a champion. I've been a slightly quiet champion, I guess, because although I've become more open with my friends and family about my own mental health experiences and participated in campaigns, I wasn't completely open about my own experiences. And that's possibly because of fear of the reactions of other people or uh, the stigma that, that can be faced by people with mental health experiences, or because of being a teacher at the time and difficulties around being open about mental health in that sort of environment. But with this podcast, I am much more open about my own experiences and will continue to be so uh, in the future. And so I thought it would be great to get on a couple of other champions to talk about why they've become champions, what it means to them, why they've got involved with the Time to Change campaign, and to share some of their advice and thoughts with you. My name's Linda. I've been involved with Mind for nearly five years, and then I became a champion about a year ago. I guess I was already doing it. I didn't know it. My main thing that I really like about mind and time to change is it's removing the stigma surrounding mental health. You know, just because you have depression doesn't mean you're no less than equal to anyone else. I give presentations to companies and um, and the main emphasis that I've always said was it's really, really important that you talk to each other, that you listen, you know, and you take that time. Because nowadays you get so many people in there and they're not really listening and talking to each other. So that's really why I became a champion to really get the message out there that having a mental health, I don't put problems, but it's difficulty because I don't see it as a problem. It's something I live with every day. I have depression and then anxiety and that's due to my physical disability. I'm an electric wheelchair user and I'm in pain a lot. So I naturally do get depressed with them, but I don't hide it. And that's a local group. I then pulled a peer group out in the community. And it's a brilliant group because it's people like-minded struggling and they come and they openly either talk about it or not talk about it. You don't realise just how many people do have mental health difficulties. Men are the worst people. We've inherited the stick with the lip to show I'm really struggling or I'm feeling really emotional. For men, that's like a no-no. You're a weak person, but you're not. In fact, actually, if you share who you really are, it's a strength because someone else can say, actually, I feel the same too. And I actually talk about being active, getting outside and having a walk in the countryside. That makes you, even if it's just five minutes in your lunch break, then you know, five minutes walk does you good. And take somebody with you so that you can talk and you can listen to them. 
just been five minutes is attached to people that have mental health difficulties. It's really important that people understand where people are coming from and support each other. And the main thing is talk and listen. We don't take the time and listen to each other. It's so important. Hello everyone, I'm Stephen. I'm from Glastonbury in Somerset. I've lived in Somerset all my life. I'm a filmmaker and a teacher. And I'm just thinking back now to how I got involved in Time to Change. Um, I guess just a little bit about my kind of mental health history is that I've known for years that I've struggled and I've seen glimpses of panic attacks and glimpses of very levels of high anxiety. And I've had to take a week off or a couple of weeks off from work and sort of try and calm down and had therapy. So, and then about three years ago, through a work situation, the pressure was rising so much that I basically had, I guess, a meltdown, if that's a good word, that manifested, it started to manifest itself in panic attacks uh, which I'm sure a lot of people know are very, very disturbing and very, very frightening. And then, of course, once you've had one of those or two of those, you're just worried about having another one. And then the fear builds up and the fear builds up. So I took a long time off work and I had to take a year off work. Cause it was just impossible. And I gradually crawled myself back just by meeting people and gently getting back into it. And I guess to cut a long story short, about three years after this major one, I started to have another one, which actually stopped me, and I had to pull out of a very interesting film project. And this time, um, I was quite kind of angry about it. And I thought, actually, this time, I want to try and do something with this, as opposed to just being completely monstered by it and and shut down. So it was kind of of an indignation or a kind of an anger or frustration. So I started to try and bring it into the conversation more with friends. And I think that's when I, through a circuitous route, found out about the Time to Change project and being a champion. And that kind of changed things quite a lot, actually. I signed up for being a champion, and almost immediately it gave some kind of legitimacy or ease with which I could talk about my own anxiety and mental health without sort of frightening people or overloading them. And I started to use it a lot. So even if I'm a filmmaker and one client asked me at the beginning of a meeting, so how are you? And I thought, right, I'm going to go for it. And I said, "Um, well, today I'm managing a very high level of anxiety. And it so happens that I'm a champion for the Time to Change project, which is all about removing stigma about mental health. And I told her more about that. And she was really interested. And she said, oh, our organization, we should sign up for that. So it's just that funny little title of being called a champion that's really, really helped. I mean, it's amazing what it's done, actually. I'm not an active champion in terms of running events. I sort of don't have the capacity to do that with all the things that I'm running. But I bring it majorly into conversation, kind of whenever I can. I have conversations in cafes with people, cafes I've been going to for years. It comes up. And it's very easy to talk about it. And I guess the main event that I've done, which was fantastic, was I was in Asda in October for World Mental Health Day, just with someone from Mind, actually, in the foyer where people are coming in. And I was just there on Mental Health Day, engaging people with conversation about their mental health. I had some amazing conversations. And I really felt, uh, I don't know if you get this or anyone else listening to this, sometimes you really feel, wow, this is a really good use of me. I'm really doing something now. And it was a very empowering experience. My work, we run, we're a film company. 
We run participatory video, creative video projects for people who self-describe as being neurodiverse or having a learning disability or having dementia. So I find myself in the kind of unique position of being a producer that runs projects for people that are maybe on the spectrum or, or feel they need support. And at one moment I can be running a project and the next moment I'm incapacitated. So I'm kind of, the Time to Change project has given me kind of a little bit of a mission in the terms of seeing how I could use the best of myself. I really love the everyday conversations that you're having because I think that's really powerful and that obviously this episode's for Time to Talk Day, which is a really important day. And I think there is value in having those big days, but it's those everyday conversations that are really important, are really going to make that change to how people view the mental health discussion. Yeah, it's ongoing. It's ongoing. The one in the cafe was great. I said, I'm in a project about dementia. And straight away, I was able to say, and I'm a champion for, and the work of the woman working in the cafe who I'd known for years went, oh, yes, we need that here. And no one talks about it. And it's that kind of sort of low level kind of percolating through stuff that, that really interests me. I'm good at it. And I've discovered that I'm good at it. One of the questions that I'm asking all of the guests that are on today is if someone is listening to this, and they are struggling with their own mental health or they're listening and they know they have a friend that's struggling, what advice would you give to them? My advice would be to look up the MIND website. It has a wealth of information on there, of support, information about different diagnoses and what you can do to help yourself. But also, if you really are struggling, especially in the evening when it's dark, it's late and, you know, there's no one around, talk to you there's mind power mind line again you can look up that number on the website there are people out there that will talk and they'll listen it'll be totally confidential non-judgmental and, and people are trained and they actually are supervised as well so you're totally safe and get involved in the peer support group get you out of your out of your home out of your isolation you can go and just go for half an hour over a cup of coffee but at least you're making that step and finding other people that actually are struggling the same as you. It's normal, it's part of life. Everyday life has stresses and strains, some more than others, but you can help yourself with getting out there and actually talking to people and listening. That's a really difficult question because I don't feel necessarily qualified to answer that. I mean, the most obvious thing is talk to somebody, but I mean, that's a bit obvious, isn't it? I mean, um, I think what I've learned from being a champion is the fact that you'd be amazed how many people, absolutely amazed at how many other people also are suffering from mental health, depression and anxiety. You are absolutely not alone. I cannot emphasise that. I am astounded by the amount of people when I start a conversation who either themselves have struggled and I have no idea or they know people that are struggling. So that should hopefully give you the confidence if you listen to me saying this that talk to people that's the step it's a slow it's slow it's a really slow process and you'll go in and out of it i go in and out of capacity i think i have fluid capacity so this morning i'm great but a couple of times i've had an interview and i've had to pull out i haven't been able to do it so yeah you're not alone my last question this is one so usual episodes of the podcast i have some set questions i ask everyone and i'm always talking about mental being and looking after our own mental health so the question is what does mental well-being mean to you and how do you look after your own mental well-being 
Okay, well, first of all, you do, like you say, have to look after yourself. You can't help your friend unless you're taking care of yourself first. That's important. Um, mental well-being, I teach on five different ways. One is staying connected with people. That's like what I've been saying. The second one is getting out in the fresh air. When you exercise, you release endorphins in your brain. Another one is learning. You always like learn something new. Challenge yourself to think about not just you, but what's out there, you know, and, and learning. And then volunteering. Volunteering is brilliant, like, to you know, even if it's just one hour a week, it's really good. And mind are very good having volunteers to struggle with them and battle. Because that's why we're so passionate about it, because we're struggling, but we can make it better. We can change that. And it's a really good thing. What does mental well-being mean to me? I don't know what that question, I can't answer that question. What is it? I don't really know what it, I don't know how to respond, funnily enough, actually. What it means, I've no idea. For some reason, I go completely blank when I'm asked that question. It means being okay. It means, I mean, I'm, I would love to be able to wake up in the morning not feeling really anxious about the day. I would love to have times when I think, oh, gosh, I'm fine now. I find that a really difficult question. Can you phrase it in different or ask me another one or how you how you look after yourself mentally what do you do to try and be okay I'm not very good at it well talking about it is very empowering and I think that part of the problem with anxiety or maybe depression I'm not sure about depression is that you feel completely out of control so talking about it which is probably why I like being a champion and why I want to do more for the project is incredibly empowering and it makes me feel like I'm really connected and I guess being anxious and having mental health issues from my point of view anyway is I feel really disconnected from where I'm from where I am I feel out of it I don't it's not that I don't feel I have a value but I don't know how to put what's inside out I feel blocked by that so doing those events doing things that empower you are really good for your mental health and also I'm lazy but exercise really really helps go for a walk Last year, I started to go swimming every day, which I thought was completely out of my area because I'm so lazy. And then I got really into swimming. So um, moving. If you get stuck, move. Sometimes I get stuck on the sofa. I get stuck on my phone. Put the phone down. Move. Delete the app. Get off the phone. Move. Go outside. Shift your energy. The key with that, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It's not go out and run for an hour. It could just be five minutes it could just be get a bit of fresh air take your cup of tea outside and stand in the fresh air it can be small steps like you say just to get started and and shift your energy shift it move it yeah sometimes a voice comes into my head I even say it out loud I say get off the sofa go out do something else I mean it's very minor I mean it's such a slow process isn't it digging yourself out of some of these holes I mean yeah, and it's funny. So you're the the third person that I've interviewed for this episode, and everyone has mentioned being active and getting up and moving as being really beneficial, and that when they do that, it really helps. And it's something that I talk about a lot as well. So hopefully, listeners are getting that getting the message. But how do we do that? Because I'm lazy, and I don't, I love cycling and walking, but I, I'm lazy. So how do you? And for anyone wanting to lose weight, it's the same thing. How do you? break that cycle so see if you can find ways of breaking the pattern because the patterns in Trent are getting entrenched 
and you can't get off the sofa and you can't get off the phone. So little ways, little steps of kind of just, okay, put the phone down. That's a major moment. Get up, go outside. Lots of little steps in the in the right direction. But like you say, it's something it's it flows, doesn't it? Some days are good days, some days are not so good. But I think that's that's life and it's being able to, to ride that wave. It's a good metaphor, riding the wave, yeah. So far so good today. How are you today? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna get a cup of coffee after this and then I'll be um I'll be good. Thank you for doing this as well. I know you're a champion too, so thank you for doing this. Well, well-being is, is like you're taking care of yourself. You get the mixture of you are working. Don't work all hours, but sense. You know, you need to socialise too. You need to exercise too. That's all part of well-being, taking care of yourself. And then you can help others. And it becomes a strength. And you grow confident. It's really good. You can tell my passion. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, my passion as well. So... Every week I have a podcast episode and we talk about different things, but we always come back to that well-being and looking after ourselves. So it's something that's really important to me. So thank you for sharing your, your passion for it as well with us. As Linda and Will have mentioned, there are lots of resources on the Mind website and on the Time to Talk section at the Time to Change website. And you can find the links to those in the show notes. And I'll also be sharing them on my social media as well, as well as other places where you can go to get help if you are struggling or you just need someone to talk to. I want to thank Will, Linda and Stephen for being guests on the podcast and you for tuning in and listening along with us. I'm going to ask for the second time, how are you? I asked at the beginning and like Will said, ask twice it's it's something simple but could be really effective and really encourage someone to open up or to share something that that they've been holding to themselves which which they need support with that's my closing thought that i'm going to leave with you to reach out to your friends to your family to your colleagues and ask them how they are and then ask them again. And just, I'm going to finish very geekily <laughs> with a quote uh, from Bill and Ted of just be excellent to each other. Um, I might cut this out because <laughs> it's a bit cheesy. But yeah, my closing thought is just to, to reach out to the people around you, to let them know you're there and just ask how they are and ask them again. It's simple, but could be really effective and what someone really needs. And I hope that you have a positive time to talk day. I hope that you have some meaningful conversations and feel a deeper sense of connection. That's something that's come up throughout this. That connection is something that is so important. And I think that's one of the positives of this day. It's it's fostering that connection. I hope you also take this message into the rest of your week, the rest of your month and year, decade, etc. of connecting with people, asking how people are and not being afraid to have these conversations about mental health, not being afraid to be open about your own struggles because it's normal. We all have difficulties. 
we all struggle and there may be times when it is to an extent where you're experiencing depression or anxiety it might be that you have something such as schizophrenia or borderline personality disorder something different or experiencing stress but we all have times when when we're having difficulties it's normal and the more that we keep our difficulties to ourselves and don't share in the way that the champions do then it it feels like it's not normal and that and that's what leads into that that stigma so by being open and by sharing our experiences it in a way it helps to normalize it or it helps for people to hear that actually what they're going through maybe isn't that unusual and that maybe someone else does understand what they're going through and that maybe things will be okay that there is a way through it there is support out there and mind rethink mental illness the time to change campaign as well as a huge host of other mental health charities are really supporting supporting people in their local areas so here in somerset there are lots of services but also nationwide if you if you take nothing else away from this just know that we all have times when we struggle reach out to the people around you and there is support there if you need it so on that note thank you for joining us um hopefully if you've enjoyed this you might want to subscribe and come back next week for some more conversations uh, more focus on different topics with different guests but this thread of mental well-being mental health will always run through this podcast because it's a, a topic that's very dear to my heart i'm very passionate about so um hopefully we'll see you again but have a great day bye